Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Talking with Bungie, the podcast associated with Death by Bungie. I am standing out in my driveway at our new house with my daughter, Genevieve. You can say hello, Genevieve. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. There we go. That's her thing, I guess. We are in the driveway because we are skinning, quartering, processing Genevieve's first deer. She spent a lot of time inspecting this thing and a lot, very much time skinning things. You need to start skinning things, okay? okay. That is cut up there. We are now, we got the thing hung up on the hoist. We've got this tripod, gambrel, and people are like, boy, you're jumping right ahead. Can we hear about the deer first? Well, we'll get to that. I'm going to tell you all about the deer and the fun that we had in the woods this evening, this whole afternoon. Um, Genevieve, we've got it hanging here by the gambrel, by its ankles, you know, hanging up in the air. Head down, antlers down. That's a little heads up as to what this uh, deer looks like. It is a male, right? It's a boy. Yeah. It's a boy. <laughs> so what we're going to do, Genevieve's made some slits in the hide, and now she needs to abandon that knife. You are now done with the gut hook knife. You can go put that away. Close it up. Well, I just leave it open and put it in the garage. We're going to clean that up later. You're going to get yourself, we're going to walk into the garage and we're going to find, this will be kind of an interesting podcast. I hope that this will be entertaining, but we're going to give you some info on what happened today. And I think you need the skinner or the caper, I'm betting, but this has a gut hook on it too. I'm showing Genevieve our outdoor edge knives. This one says skinner. Yeah. So that way you know what you're dealing with here. So it says skinner, but it has a gut hook, which is very similar to what you have on that knife. The flip and zip is what I have, or some similar version of this flip and zip knife is what we use in the field. The outdoor edge knives are for the processing. I sharpened them all today in anticipation of this event because I thought we might get lucky under the apple tree. And sure enough, we did. The hundred year old apple tree gave us a very nice buck. However, it did not skin and process the deer for us. So I would take that skinner and go to work, okay? Okay. Handing the knife to Genevieve. And I want you to know, you friends of Bungie listening to this podcast, I want you to know that my daughter Genevieve not only performed perfectly today as a second generation crossbow hunter, she did, she performed perfectly, but she gutted her first deer. She field dressed this beautiful deer. Yep, that's what you're doing. You're basically going to work it back, okay? Go right around here, okay, without cutting that tendon. We don't want to cut the tendon because it'll end up on the ground. Try to keep the hair off the meat. Yep. And then work it right down. And then if that knife gets out of the way, we'll go get that. The skinning knife is the next one. That's or the caper knife, rather. I think you've got the skinner in your hand. I will go get some gloves on so I can hold on to the legs, keep them from rotating on you and spinning on you. You folks can probably envision what we're doing. It's not the video kind of thing. It's hard to do a video when you are getting your hands all messy and everything else. It's kind of hard to do videos of that stuff. People have asked me to do field dressing videos. I did one once back in the day when I was when I managed to shoot a deer during the daylight hours where I had a middle of the day and the ability to sit down and do that but this is one of those situations where it is now about almost nine o'clock at night 8 30 9 o'clock it's probably probably 8 30. I guess actually I can look at my phone and tell you it's October 3rd I can tell you that much the first day of the Pennsylvania crossbow season the first day of what is now the 43 days of awesome huh kid yeah but it is 9.06 p.m., and I don't think Genevieve's tired at all. I think she is doing very well. Can you get that, you think? No. Maybe it's not sharp enough to do I it. Don't I don't think know. so. Well, use the knife. Yeah, use yeah. it. You're just, just going to have to do it, though. Yep. All right. So we're going to work the... We're starting at the 
from the top. I hang him up by the ankles, so he's hung up upside down, antlers down, right? And Genevieve's doing a good job. They're working across. You're getting a lot of hair on that knife, so we'll try to cut from the inside. Do you follow me? Okay. Yeah, like that. Now, if you cut against the hair from there, you'll do it. Yes. Like that. Yep, you're doing it. Okay. Work it right across there. You're doing good. Try and keep it up enough that you're... Because in the end, we're going to take that meat. I don't want to have to lot the hair on the meat. We don't want the hide left on the meat. Try not to cut too deep into that hide like that. Yep. So we managed to field dress this, get it out of the woods just as it was getting dark. Drove it over here. We've already been to Genevieve's grandmother. Let me see that real quick. We've already been to Genevieve's grandmother's place. You get over there and hold that leg. I'll work on this a little bit. So we've been there, and Genevieve's grandmother was so ecstatic we called her on the phone she was so excited i think she's more excited well i don't think it's possibly more excited than me but she was so excited about this deer and then we and we had stopped at my nephew's house he was still out hunting actually so i didn't get a chance to share this with him yet i'll have to send him some pictures but i did share it with my niece jenny she got a chance to see this wonderful deer and genevieve Got a chance to show it off. That's always important, I think. It's very important. But, yeah, this is going real smooth. You see how that goes, Genevieve? Yeah. You see how that's working? Right yeah. Why don't you get over here and peel it right off? Why don't you okay. do that? I'll oh, keep talking. So the nice thing about this, I got to tell you, so happy that the 100-year-old apple tree produced yet again, yet again, another deer. I, I could go back and add it all up, but I'm betting we're getting close to the dozen deer mark at this point we have shot a lot of deer under that apple tree so i couldn't be happier with that this deer presented a broadside shot and she didn't waste any time i can tell you my daughter did not waste any time getting that shot off though when that shot presented itself which is a good thing um, you know you you got to take those shots when they present themselves especially when this is your first deer how cool is that Nice six-point buck. The video of this will be quite interesting, I think. You're going to be quite impressed with my daughter's marksmanship. She did a good job on that front. I'm very happy with the way the shot turned out. There's a couple interesting things about this buck. It has a eye injury. It has an eye injury, and I don't know if it's like a wart on the eye, some kind of malfunction, disease, something like that, or if it is something... No, I would cut right up through there. We're going to want to hide. Get that height up as far as you can because we're taking those hind quarters right off and we want to do that without the height. There you go. We'll get the rest of that later. You just start working all that down from right there. You're doing good. She has the deer's hind right leg naked. So we're doing good here. The eye injury is one in interesting artifact, one interesting observation about this deer. And I, one thing I love about my daughter, I'll tell you, she will sit and she, she notices things and finds importance in things that many of us wouldn't i'm like oh let's get this deer gut and get it out of the woods and let's go clean the antlers up there and hang them on the wall and let's do something with the hide maybe and let's get the food in the freezer and all that good stuff and make a video about it and she looks at it like wow look at his eye and i'm like wow i never would have thought to look at his eye to be honest with you but that was neat probably from fighting another observation that she found and she's sitting there getting her picture taken with this and i'm just proud to take a picture i'm thinking wow this will make a great thumbnail that i can brag about here and put on the old youtube show everybody my daughter's success and she's like wow look at his antlers he's been rubbing against trees and we have determined that he is the culprit i have removed cages from around many of our apple trees right up in here too you gotta get that peeled off of there i have removed cages genevieve and i did 
and removed the cages from some of our apple trees because the deer were pushing them in. We've been having some trouble with that. Let me get that because I'm a little taller than you. Yeah, I can't quite see it. I can get it. Not a problem. She uh, put two and two together that this is probably from those apple trees. Now, deer had been pushing those during the winter time. Had been pushing. Oop, got to careful there. I'm getting a little close to the hide. I mean, we want to preserve the hide on this. And I'm going to get to that in a minute and tell you why. But the apple trees were under attack from those deer this past winter there wasn't i haven't been doing the food plots like i have in the past and it, largely because of that the deer have been pushing those cages in and that concerns me not because they were pushing them in on the apple trees and damaging the trees that's not the reason i was concerned about it necessarily i mean that was the whole purpose of the cages was to prevent that from happening but i can live with that if they're hurting the trees if they're nipping the bud the branches and eating some of the buds back or whatever i can live with that but what i can't live with is the fear that deer are going to get caught in those get a hoof caught in that wire fencing and get hung up in that and that really concerned me so i can't have that so to protect against that and you're going to take the tail right off with that hide genevieve yep. okay don't don't cut it off that's the taxidermist's job is to take the bone out of that tail or whatever he's got to do the cartilage so i had to we, i pulled those off the, off the ones that were under attack there i pulled the cages right off of them wound them up they're still down the woods they're ready to be put back on if i have better rebar or some other means of fixing them to the ground but I, we noticed today that one of those apple trees had been rubbed pretty raw i mean seriously rubbed and because of that genevieve looked at that and our, our running joke on death by bungee is that when we see a scrape or a rub when we see a rub in a tree that's been damaged by deer we make the joke what do we what's the joke we make Somebody ought to do something about that. Somebody ought to do something about that. And I did that in the vlogs. I started doing that. And I think that, ooh, the, uh, pretty funny. So I think that that actually applied in this instance. And sure enough, my daughter actually did something about it this time. <laughs> she went and shot the culprit, I think. So the rubbed antlers were, prop, were proof that it's basically his fingerprints all over the scene of the crime. He was going to rub those trees again today, I bet. That's probably what he was going to do. Stop that before it We started. stopped that. We nipped that in the bud. We got in there and protect those trees at all costs. That's what we do. So it worked. I think it worked out pretty nice. Other interesting thing about this guy, six-point buck, like I said, legal buck in Pennsylvania. you got to be three on one side. He's three points on one side, three one-inch points on one side, which he has. Interesting thing is he's like the widest six-point I've seen in a long time, one of the widest ones. But in addition to that, he hadn't showed up on our cameras. Like, we never had a nice buck like this on the cameras. So that was another interesting thing I thought was kind of funny. I did not expect when you're going to separate this flabby, meaty stuff from the hide. Yeah. you got to do that. So I did not expect to see this guy. He just popped up out of nowhere, gave my daughter a shot opportunity, and she took advantage of that shot opportunity. And what I'm going to do now is try to retrieve my phone without getting too much on my hands here. I'm going to try and take some pictures of the shot placement I'm going to cut this part off. Just that's fine yeah that, that's actually garbage i'm gonna go get you i'll go get you garbage can going here for you how about that that'll give me a chance to not stand out in the cold it's actually pretty chilly too so really good shot could not be happier with that i'm very proud of her for that pierced through both of the both sides of the ribcage with this bad boy with the tripans we're using the rage tripans genevieve is is what she has selected 150 grains excalibur recommends 
the 150 grain broadheads, believe it or not, with those micro suppressors. Hers is a 355 micro suppressor. A gift from a friend of Bungie, can you believe that? I don't think I'll ever forget that. That is just the greatest thing. And it has totally changed the face of Death by Bungie by inspiring my daughter to go afield with me. And it's actually changed the way I kind of look at crossbow season because I want my daughter to be successful now. And that's actually more important to me than my own success. I feel like I've had all kinds of success. I have nothing to complain about for the number of deer that I've shot. Bungie and I are very happy, although putting Bungie back in a case tonight was kind of sad because it was like... Genevieve's telling me to hurry up here. <laughs> She's got a big old flabby piece of yucky, bloody meat here that she wants to throw in a garbage bag. But Bungie was kind of sad going back in the case. He's like, wait a minute, I don't get to shoot anything? Why am I going back in my case? We shot this deer around 5.30. 5.30 p.m. Came up here and and uh, so you can put all your goods in here if you want. So we shot this deer around 5.30 p.m. Tempted to go look for it. You know how that is. She is whittling away. We've got headlamps on. She's got the floodlight on in the driveway of her new home. And we're putting this thing together. We're putting this all, we're going to put it in coolers for tonight. This is basically what I do to process a deer. The process that I have followed over the years is I try to get it up in the air and, you know, normally I'm affixing it to a beam in the garage or something, which is completely inconvenient and uncomfortable and kills your back the whole bit. But this time we're doing pretty good. We're actually set up in the driveway here. We got pretty good light. You feel pretty good about this? Yeah. And we can raise and lower the deer with this new hoist that we've got. I should put a plug in here for the Death by Bungie gear page. The gear page on deathbybungie.com. Let me sneak in there, kid, and get a little photograph. Gear page on deathbybungie.com. You know you went between the ribs on both sides? No, you split the ribs. Look at that. On one side. It actually split the ribs. Look at on that. On the side, it went in between, but... Did it? It broke these ones. So the, the shot, actually, the arrow is vertical to the, the deer. It hit him vertical. Mm -hmm. And look how close to the spine it was. It was coming down the arc of the arrow. Mm -hmm. That's your That's your exit. Yeah. That's the exit wound. Okay, so this is the entrance? Yep. Right here. And went in nice, but it went in vertical. Kind of interesting. So we got some pictures. We'll get some more pictures as we peel the rest of that hide off. Where was I? I was talking about we were at 5.30 p.m. shot this deer. Genevieve was as, as excited as I was, or probably more so. Um, but she was excited and she wanted to go, to, can we go look for it yet? And I think we think we thought we heard it crash. We were pretty confident that it was, I was pretty confident it was a good shot. She asked me how confident I was. I said like 80 or 90%. She's like, okay, we'll go look for it. So we took all the gear back up to the car, put the car, the, packed the gear away and just took back what we needed and went for a little walk there following the blood trail. She did a great job with that. Very easy to follow blood trail. I don't think there's too much trouble with that. She's nodding now. So apparently she approves of it. I was very happy with that. He did, in fact, go about 50 yards. Just what you want. Double lung shot. Heart was completely intact. Here's an interesting little part of it, too, of, of the story. So Genevieve's got the heart, and we're getting ready to pull the heart out there. And I was going to put the heart in a baggie. I always have a baggie with me to take that stuff home. And I thought, oh, we'll put the heart in a bag, and I'll take it into work. There's a woman at work whose husband loves deer heart. And... Uh, 
she is actually, she works for, with me in my office. She actually is a vegetarian, but her, her she loves taking a heart home for her husband, if that's possible, if that's something that's available. And so I thought about doing that, and Genevieve's like, oh, I was going to take that. I'm like, you're going to eat the heart? And she said, yeah, that, that's what I'd like to. It's a muscle. It's a muscle. She's right on that. And I'm like, well, wow, if you want to do that, we'll take the heart home. We'll put her in the bag. I've, I've done it before. It's just something we haven't done as a family before. So I'm thinking, we talked about this in the cars. We're carting this deer carcass around. Perhaps we will try to do a an episode of Cooking with Bungie and cook a deer heart. Genevieve can cook her deer heart. And she can star in not only the episode where she harvests the deer and then got the the deer heart and all that stuff and does all the hard work but in the episode she can start in the episode where we cook that deer so six point buck really nice antlers nice wide spread it's going to make a great european mount is the plan here and the reason we're doing a european mount instead of a shoulder mount of my daughter's first deer is because in looking at this hide we see that this deer actually has remnants of spots i'm curious about this i'm gonna you'll see more of this on the video but if people are curious about this people have any ideas about this big body a decent sized body i would say this is a yearling sized body although we saw a spike in here and man the body on that spike was bigger than this i mean i, th I thought the spike was actually a bigger deer i am not of the opinion that this is a fawn i really don't think so however He's a yearling, but it's just interesting that he's still got some remnants of spots. I mean, I've seen fawns before with spots like this. We are in October here in Pennsylvania, and our deer, when we go to Maryland, you'll still see deer with spots. Probably not in October, but in September you definitely do. The deer here typically do not have any spots by the time the hunting season rolls around. But I will say the other reason I don't think this is a fawn is because he is hard-horned also. There's no velvet. And if he were a fawn, you might still have some... A little bit of velvet or something, perhaps. I don't know. We're gonna again. October is a whole different ball game, you know. But Genevieve has both legs undressed here, and she is now going to be working it down here and probably cutting that tail off. I'll go get the scissors out so we can chop that tail off. They'll make quick work of that. And then it's just a matter of taking the rest of the jammies off of that guy and start putting them in the coolers. Actually, I'm going to start unpacking some gear here. And then I will go to the local dandy and get myself a bag or two of ice, probably four bags of ice, start filling up the coolers. That's what I'm going to do. I better actually start helping my daughter instead of yammering along here. I got it. She says she's got it. And actually, that's true. She does have it. I'm going to show her what I'm doing, and then I'm going to head out of here, though. You're going to take these scissors right here and chop that tail off at some point, okay, when you get to that point. And then just keep pushing her down. When you get down to the point where I think what we'll do, we will put the head and hide we'll roll them up and we will put them in a contractor garbage bag sealed up nice and put them in the freezer and we'll, good. And we'll, after we've properly rolled it up and we'll take that to the taxidermist genevieve your scissors for the removal of the tail are right here on the step ladder and i am going to conclude this little podcast i hope you got a kick out of this this is a different way of doing this stuff if i had more time i will say this too if I had like a separate cameraman, I would video this kind of stuff, do the lights and all that. Maybe down the road, now that we've got this new house, we're all set up here to do stuff like that. Maybe that will be a part of future episodes. 
on that note about filming, one of the things that I thought about was how different it was for me to sit and not be the hunter today. I actually took Bungie with me. Bungie sat in the blind with us. So there were four of us in the blind, me, Genevieve, Bungie, and Bungie Jr. I actually took the crossbow in case something happened. Maybe you need a backup, you never know. Maybe Genevieve shot one real early and we got to sit a little bit, so we'll shoot another one if one comes in, that kind of thing. I noticed I'm not the greatest cameraman. I know my way around the camera, but the minute she made contact with that deer and pulled the trigger, I'm dropping the camera down and everything. Like, you know, I'm not... I, I wanted to look and see where the deer was going. I wanted to look and see how the shot went. I wasn't looking at the viewfinder anymore. I wasn't doing what a cameraman needs to do to get the shot. So that's a tough switch for me. It was interesting. Um, I kind of feel her pain how over the years she's filmed for me. She's always done a really good job. But it's a that's a tough job to do. It's a tough thing. So I'm happy with the way it turned out. Great day. Starting to get a little tired. Gotta go get the ice. Until next time, all hail Bungie. Bungie.